Hello, figure fans, and welcome back to another exciting edition of Action Figure Weekly. And this one's going to be exciting. Um, we started off the day being like, hey, what are we going to talk about? And then guess what? <laughs> the figure gods have delivered. Uh, and yeah, they some, have. And then some. So, and then some. I'm your host, Jerry Damage Cook, the tribal accountant, because you should all acknowledge me at tax time. That's right. See, he called me the tribal account earlier because people should acknowledge me. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to run with that. That's a good thing. It's, it's, Sometimes something it hits, hits and you're man. like, you know what? Yeah. Joining me as always is my co host, the award winning deathmatch brewmaster, Dylan Housen. Dylan Gilbert. Sir, how are you this week? I'm doing all right, man. I, uh, you know, I stepped into a, um, stepped into a little bit of a position where I'm, I'm, brewing semi-professionally right now so i guess i will work my way to being the most professional professional brewer uh at some point but right now we'll keep my name where it's at but you know exciting times it's uh taking the career step i want cannot complain man life's good there you go so you're headed in the right direction um, i have a big weekend coming up big big weekend um, so yeah, you do. Yeah. So I'll go into that for a second. Cause that's very exciting. I'm very, very excited. I've been looking forward to this for, uh, since the summer when we found out about it. So, um, so my, as everybody knows, or if you're in the group, have been in the group for a while and things you kind of are aware, uh, my daughter was very sick and nearly died in the hospital. We spent 26 days in the ICU uh, the night that she almost died, that was the longest night of my life. So, as you know, you would imagine. Very, yeah. very hard thing, but she has now made a full recovery. Uh, but through part of that, she has become an ambassador for the UK Children's Hospital. And, you know, we get to go do some things. They partner with UK Athletics, so we get to go do some things with them from time to time. And for all the home football games they have, uh, it's called a Lift Them Up. Uh, child of the game to kind of you know be an ambassador for uk children's hospital and stuff for the game through that partnership and she gets to do that for this coming weekend for the last home game which is also probably our biggest game of the season as it turns out yeah i didn't think it was going to be when the season started but it's kind of ended that way uh as kentucky plays university of louisville uh they are our rivals so you want to beat them just for that reason uh, and then also, they are actually playing pretty good football right now. I hate to say it, but they are, and we're not necessarily playing our best coming into this one. So we might have a ball game on our hands. But uh, so it's going to be pretty good, pretty damn cool, man. So we get to go up on Friday. We get to go to practice. After practice, we get to have dinner with Coach Stoops and the team. And then uh, Saturday, we get to go. She will get to lead the catwalk. Uh, which is where they walk from the practice facility over to the football stadium about two hours before the game. Uh, we'll get to go onto the field, take, you know, with the cheerleaders and kind of get to do some stuff there. And then from there, we get to go to, uh, you know, the suite that they have set up for us. So that's going to be pretty, uh, to quote MEWF, that's pretty dang cool, man. Pretty dang cool. So. That and then uh, awesome. at some point during the game, they bring us out and we get to go out onto the field and actually get recognized in front of, you know, 60,000 people there and get to cheer. And that's just, uh, 
man, that's that's going to be surreal. That's going to be a surreal moment for sure. So, uh, so I'm you know looking forward to it. I need to go tomorrow. I'm going to get my haircut, get my beard professionally trimmed. You know, get my my barber. Yeah, you got to get that. your lines lined up. Yeah. So my bar my barber will do that. And I've only done that like for uh, job interviews in the past, like big job interviews. I'll be like, hey, can you come make me look real good? You know, but it's it's pretty nice, man, when you have somebody trim your beard like that and stuff. And I was like, you know what? I, I told my wife, I said, I'm going to go have that done uh, probably tomorrow just because I need a haircut anyways. But then, you know, I think having the beard trimmed and stuff, because we're going to have lots of pictures and all that kind of stuff, you know, so. Yeah, you got to look clean so, for that. Yeah, so I was like, I want to look my best, you know. It's, uh, it's a lifelong. I cave and get like the professional beard trim, man, because there's just something to yeah. be said about a nice clean kept. So, like... you know, here in Kentucky, like we don't have. Uh, any professional teams nope. so it's depending on what part of the state you're in uh, if you're in majority of the state you cheer for uk but if you're in the northern kentucky part uh you cheer for louisville sometimes or silky uk um so you know it's kind of a it's kind of a big deal man so it's you know i hate to i don't want to on one hand you're like you don't want to brag about it but on the other hand you're like dude it's let's recognize it for what it is because this will it's a one-time, very uh, cool thing that's not going to happen again. So, well, and I mean, it, this is this is something like I, I remember we had just started up the podcast when all this stuff went down. So, like, I remember yeah. constant, like, just messaging back and forth with you, like on, a, on like a almost daily basis, just checking in, seeing how things are going, and like, you guys went through hell. I mean, it just was, the past rough time, the yeah. past couple years, man. Your family has been through so much like between the fire and this and like you've told me countless things that have gone down oh, there's and, stuff i haven't even i don't even know if yeah. there's stuff i know there's stuff i've not told you that happened recently uh for some reason the universe likes to keep it's got a cruel sense of humor and the craziest it keeps getting crazier and yeah. i don't want to i at some point you're like i i'm going to be the boy they're going to think i'm the boy even though it's all it's all legit happening you kind of feel like the boy who cried wolf just because so much shit keeps happening, but it's always, you know, as soon as you get through one thing, it seems like something else is kind of brutal, but you know, it's, uh, it's not killed me yet. It's making me stronger, you know, so you gotta, I got strong back to kind of, you know, carry the load and, you know, that's the whole point of, you know, you can be negative and have, you know, that kind of outlook. And I could certainly have that outlook and I don't think anybody would blame me after everything we've been through, but you know, you just kind of got to keep on trucking and you know, how you approach it and how you approach life is kind of how it, uh, that's going to treat you back. So, I mean, you know. yeah, not, not to be too, uh, not to be too Joe dirt about it, but you do good things. Good things come to you. I mean, like yeah. shit, you guys have been through hell. You've, you've kept a smile on, you've kept, you know, you've maintained a level of positivity. I don't think I could personally attain through some of that. And, uh, you know, you're, you're, family's about to have this like once in a lifetime experience so i mean like that's pretty awesome yeah so we're you know looking really got a hell of a lot of stories to tell man a lot of stories to i tell. do have a lot of stories to tell i've got multiple episodes worth of a podcast to do that's for sure oh yeah so you know but you know hey if uh i'm the best one to tell my story you want to try to tell it uh you're gonna leave out some details so as will smith said keep my name out your damn mouth <laughs> we'll just kind of leave that at that. But you know, sometimes I oh, sometimes I get shit. name dropped from time to time, and we're not going to go into it. But sometimes I get 
name dropped, you know, and people try to tell my story. And it's like, dude, you ain't telling my story. This is my story to tell, you know. I'm Where the one who fucking lived through story. all this, not you. Where you better to get the story it? than the Fuck source? You. Get it from yeah. the source, man. So, you know. Yeah, so we'll leave that at that because we won't get we'll it. We'll leave that, that at but, that. You know, yeah, it's all but, love. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. It, yeah, I mean, it's, you know. If I didn't, if it's I didn't a pro care, wrestling call out at best, but it, yeah, it's a vague like you know. Dave Meltzer would be like, "What's he talking about there?" But that's a dirt sheet thing, but yeah. So. Shoot heat between no. Yeah. We'll settle in MEWF. How about that? Damn right. That's right. That's the way, that's where we're all. Anytime there's drama, man, that's what we need to do is we need to just settle in MEWF. And, you know, I you know I I think that is. <laughs> That's the only real way like, to settle it, like it, I mean, you it, think if you got legit heat with somebody, um, what are two you out of three just, series. Let's just get into it. Let's just get into two it. Two out of three series, what? cage match, whatever. You and I had talked about the way to end it. So we have, what was it? It was maybe two or three weeks ago where I read that story as we were like hanging out before the podcast, mm-hmm. and you were just cracking up, and we were just making jokes about because it, it was a. Was it in Florida that that happened? The woman chased oh, the, uh, the Jehovah's Witnesses. The woman naked. chased. Yes, yes, was that was Florida. Florida, it was. Florida so, woman. It was Florida woman, and I, I'm not going to repeat. Even on here, where like I'll drop curse words and stuff, I'm not going to repeat what she was screaming at him. But it was very, very funny. It's next. It's next level, but hysterical. It was, and I think my delivery of it was pretty good too. <laughs> I think that probably helped. <laughs> but so I, I've kind of like been like looking at different uh, news articles and stuff, and I've got one that I want to read. And I'm going to, not only because it's just so freaking, if it wasn't like MSN.com or stuff like that, I would swear that it was like an Onion article where they had made something up. It's so ridiculous. Uh, and the mug chart is what I'm going to send to you because I was like, I've got to save that to him because I want to see his reaction to this mug shot that is so crazy. And I'm <laughs> oh, setting it up man. and I still think it's going to deliver, even though like with the hop on it. So, so we'll end out on that because that's a good light hearted note to do. But to kind of reiterate in case anybody's missed out, uh, let's go into a little bit of a history lesson here. Now, I'm not going to name names, uh, we could, but I don't think we need to air all that. I mean, if you know, there's you no know, point in it, really. Uh, like, if you know, you know, you know we'll just say that there are, uh, there's you know, okay, so I think I can do this generally, and people will kind of get what we're talking about. So, for major marks, there are different tiers, and I've said that for a long time. Because I've sat back and really, like, I mean, I've been here since the beginning, so I've really got to see the group dynamic. And I've talked to a lot of people and been friendly with a lot of people and stuff, so I think that I kind of have an outsider's point of view where I'm not going to all these events and stuff. So I can kind of look back from remote and see kind of all, like, all the inner workings and all the dynamics and stuff that are at play here. So you have the A tier. Um, and I'm not saying, like, this makes them the best and stuff. I'm just trying to differentiate, so I'm just going to go A, B, C. It could be one, two, threes, however you want to, you know, whatever. Tier one, A, whatever, is the ones who go to all the shows. Um, you know, you're there at the live shows. They're at the cat shows, you know, FWF shows, you know, all those kind of things. And they are very loyal because they travel to all this stuff, too. You know, so when you it's you're taking time and money for all that. So you've got to have a real love for this in order to invest all that kind of time and and money into it. So they're definitely passionate fans. And that group is very close knit. 
as they should be. I mean, because, you know, when you're at these events, you're hanging out afterwards, you're, you know, having some drinks at the bar. I mean, you know, uh, if they were there for multiple days and stuff like when they went to the Disney World together uh, for FWF, the one down in Florida last year or was it this year? Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, you know, so I mean, that group has become very close knit. There is Which, then I mean, a, as you will, you spend that much time. Yes, with anybody. And yes like, I'm you, not saying yeah. that's a bad thing. It's, you know, I, on some level, I'm jealous of it that, you know, I'm not in a. I think we all are. Let's just yeah. be honest. We all are. You know, they're, but they're all. I, I get along with everybody in that group uh, that I've interacted. Yeah, there's with, a lot of you know. amazing people in that that grouping of people. Yeah, like, and if I was there, really, I think really, really could, cool people. It's all people who I think I could click with. And I oh, think that if I were there hanging out with them, I think I would have a great time, and I think that everybody would, you know, kind of enjoy and stuff too. So, yeah. So you know, I live vicariously through them all is the way best way I would say to describe it because you know I'm not in a position where could I afford to travel? Yes. But I also have a lot of obligations with work and family and things, and it's just not realistic to try to take off all this time. You know, not at this time. Things maybe you know years down the road, but at this point in time, it's not realistic. So, uh, so then I think you have a tier below that, who they make some of the events from time to time. Uh, they're passionate, you know, they're active in the group, buying the merch, um, you know, all those kind of things. And then you've got the tier below that. Of people who listen to the podcast, uh, you know, they're in the Facebook group, but they're just not that active and things. So you might see them from time to time pop up, you know, but you don't really, you might kind of recognize their name, but not super familiar with them and stuff. So I think that's usually where I end up falling out. Like I, yeah. I, I know a lot of people through the group and, and I kind of go in like bouts of like, I'm, I'm active and then I'm not, and then I'm and just because life is life is life. I, I'm working six, seven days a week. So sometimes I can break away and jump in and dive into conversations. And I've got people that I've messaged privately and stuff like I've, I've built pretty cool friendships with, but I'm also not like one of those people that gets, you know, we'll get like name dropped on the pod and everybody's like, Oh yeah, him. Like, yeah. you know, but it's, you know, yeah. Like I messaged Mark today about the drama because Mark, you know, popped in and stuff. And I was like, here's a, the cliff notes version of what's happened, you know? And he's like, okay. I think he already knew what was going on before I even sent him a message, you know, but I just, you know, popped in and was like, here's what's happening, you know, so, um, but, you know, like I could message Mark or something like that and have a, you know, little interaction with him and that's, you know, he, he knows who I am. Uh, so hold on one second, let me, about to cough. Thanks to the magic of the cough button, you guys are not getting your eardrums blown out. Well, take this time to give a brief little bit of love to StreamYard because they make this uh, this process nice and simple for you. That's right. It's a little button right there, man. So I blame uh, my kids for bringing <laughs> kind of funk or something. I think I've got I had something this weekend. I'm I was going to ask if you if you blamed your kids for the coughing or the fact that you're you know B tier, not A tier. <laughs> yeah, both bastards. No, no, <laughs> no. It's fine, dude. Oh yeah, no, it's it's you know we we joke about it regularly, like there being like the tears and stuff. And I think we all are like the people that can't make it to all those stuff. Like, like I, I mean, man, I, I would I would love to be nice able to make guy, all those shows. They I would love so to be like fun. Like, if I was younger, I would be just like Husfar. And I can name oh, Husfar because they joke about Husfar having his own tear because he makes so much shit, you know. <laughs> Which so is many, impressive, so man. I I just like I, I want to yeah. grow up to be that cool. <laughs> When I was in my 20s, you know, before I had uh, settled down with, you know, a 
girlfriend, you know, wife, fiance and stuff at the time. Or, you know, kids, certainly well before kids and stuff. That's what I did, man. I, I was a not a professional gamer, but I was, you know, that was my hobby was gaming and competitive gaming in particular. So every weekend and throughout the week, I would be going to tournaments to play, you know, and trying to qualify for world championships. I mean, I played in eight different world championships. I won, you know, tons of prizes and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I, you know, big events, weekly tournaments and stuff, you know, all around the central Kentucky, you know, Southern Kentucky and stuff. I mean, just traveling throughout there and uh, my twenties are all about, <laughs> it was all about gaming and girls, man. That's all it was about. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of fun, but you know, on one hand, uh, not to deep dive into that, but you know, on one hand I do miss that aspect of it and stuff. I mean, like my real life, uh, you know, like best friend is a guy who I would game with in that, you know, during that time and stuff. And he and I really bonded because we would hit the roads and, go to all the big gaming events and stuff, you know, so we had a lot of time to just kind of shoot the shit in the car and stuff. So, I mean, you know, um, I do have fond memories of that time of my life, you know, so I'm kind of can relate, even though I'm not the one, you know, traveling for all the, the major mark stuff, at least, you know, I did kind of experience something like that in my life. So, well, and that's, I mean, that's how you build bonds, but, man. Like I, I, I yeah. I'll never forget like one of my favorite, favorite memories from like right after, right after high school. I mean, literally right after high school, uh, me and a group of friends loaded up, you know, drove, we were going to drive in, um, we we're going to drive in like the day of, we decided let's, let's not, let's not chance the five hour drive. Let's go ahead and just, we left the night before, got a hotel room in Houston and then went to, you know, Sam Houston park or whatever it was to, to see you out the Vans warp tour. Saw a bunch of bands that I love, met a bunch of bands, you know, like, met singers and, and guitarists and stuff that like influenced me it was it was incredible but like we drove through the night i had a i had like a, a church retreat thing that i had signed up for that was show saturday we leave sunday so we drove through the night like me and one of my best friends at the time like you know sitting shotgun blasting music i'm trying to keep him awake as it's like two in the morning we're driving through like you know, f through Texas and, and Louisiana, like you bond so much with people in times like that. Like you know, those random, like it's two in the morning, the other three guys are crashed out in the back of the car and we're just sitting and talking like, you know, you get to talking about life. You get to just like you, the, you really get to know people in times like that. So like it, you know, the, the, the group of people that get to travel all these shows and spend all this time together, like you, you forge a bond, you forge like a real bond to those times. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that has become a very close-knit group. And as you can expect, um, outsiders who come in and start into that group, you know, kind of worm their way in, maybe sometimes aren't as welcome uh, as they would be. And so I think that's kind of what happened in the group earlier is that has continued on. And then we try to put bubble wrap, you know, try to put a Band-Aid over it and think it's all okay. And it's not. I mean, there are legit two groups who have <laughs> legit heat with one another. Not like, well, I don't like you. I don't like you either. I mean, like, legit, like, have gotten pretty serious threats with one another before. To where, you know, had to, everybody had to have some timeouts and stuff. 
So and and the thing that the thing that sucks is like there's at least in a couple of these situations, I like pe- I like the people on both sides of it, and I think yeah, both, I'm, people I'm on both sides are cool. And and I think it's just kind of crazy how like it's a perce- it's a perceived position. It's it's not like it's not like you're fighting over like a job. It's not like you're fighting over a livelihood. It's like a perceived position in a group where we should all just be friends because we are within a niche of a niche. Like we're we're, we're adults. Elite. We're we're adults that like fake fighting and more specifically like the toy representations of fake fighting. We're we're so like we're we're a hat on a hat of ridiculous. Smile, man. Like it should there shouldn't be this level of drama. There shouldn't be pettiness. Let's I mean we're 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 all here in this group together because of of the great fake sport of professional wrestling and the toys uh you know representing same. Can't we all just get the hell along, man? Come on. The action works to my eyes. Yeah. For, for those of you not being able to watch on video, Jerry pulled up an IRS Hasbro. Hasbro, yeah. Because the tribal accountant, a, uh, tribal accountant needed to yeah. complete the IRS collection. So, hell yeah, you have, did. Uh, has uh, thanks to the Friday night flea market. Uh, because <laughs> the Friday night flea market, which exists because of the situation, pretty much, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um. I now I will say that in there for that good. one I, I that one I understand a, a lot more because there were de- like and I think some of the some of the camp for one and some of the camp for the other had like totally solid intentions and some of the camp for one some of the camp for the other were just being dicks and I think it just kind of like that was one of those situations that just kind of like got sideways I think there was a lot of people like wait a second why wasn't I part of this. And then, you know, misunderstanding and hurt feelings and people fueling fire leads to what should have just been like, hey, man, my bad. Oh, no, it's cool to like full blown like post wars and shit. Like, I, I, I think it seems like all of these situations do really at the end of the day come down to like misunderstandings and hurt feelings. And then just the natural order of, of how negative we are in the current like the current time because it really should was like hey i didn't get i don't get to be a part of this thing i want to be a part of this thing like okay yeah man my bad done but there are people that i think i think really like the fight and i was telling you earlier off air i think a lot of these a lot of these little things they go in these like these odd cycles where someone posts a thing and they may have a point they may not but they post a thing like I feel slighted because blank. And you get two types of responses. You get you're a hundred percent right. Fuck everybody else. And you get, you're an idiot for feeling this way. And these people like, can't just be like, well, no, I could see side. A, I could see side B. Hopefully you guys work it out. It has to become a war. And then we have 15 posts in the group after of, well, can you believe the state of where this is at and this is happening and these people are, are like this and these people are like that and then you get the other side like, well, could you believe people are this bent out of shape about A, B, and C? What morons? And then that causes more fighting. And it cycles all out of control. It kind of gets 
you know, it usually gets handled. Like I'll, I'll say like the, the mod, you know, the moderation has, has, has been solid under Billy. I think he's doing the best job he can with the absolute insanity that's gone on. Uh, but you know, <laughs> it gets kind of handled and then you'll still get like little bickers back and forth and the comments and then those get wiped and then it kind of goes away. But those people stay bubbling under the surface, just waiting for that next thing. And it just feels like, I don't know, man, the, the, the amount of negativity in a group that started so positive. It it sickens me in a way, because I I mean, I was I wasn't a day one, but I joined when there was like three, four hundred people. And it shit, the reason I'm still here today is I I loved the group so much at that point. And I met so many awesome people when it was still that way that I refused to like let go of that. But it, it does feel like there's just so much negativity now. Like the the era of gratitude era is gone. The era of when it comes, it comes is gone. The era of we don't make money off each other is gone. It, it just seems like the, there's still a lot of incredible people that I, I had a lot of people that I may have never met in person, but I still count as friends through that group. But I don't know, man, it just, it, it kind of breaks my heart seeing like every other day there's like, you know, and poor Billy is having to like post every, every couple of days. Okay. All right. Let's, let's get back. Let's drag this thing back together. Guys, don't do this. Don't say this, you know, leave. And it's it's sad because again we're we're grown men, grown men and women. Maybe you, I'm still a kid at heart, baby. Uh, look, I'm, <clears throat> I'm 30, 30 going on thirteen, but like we're we're adults that are are buying toys of professional wrestling. We should not have this level of drama and pettiness and and you know don't take this as like me singling out any single person and any of this shit it's just like guys let's do better we we can be better i've seen a lot of the people that have been involved in the bullshit be incredible people don't 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 buy in if somebody says something that pisses you off scroll past you don't you know like if if you disagree with someone you don't have to argue back unless they're directly attacking you do your do your fucking thing but I don't know, man. I just, I miss, I miss the gratitude era. I miss when it comes, it comes. I miss like when it used to just, it used to be really fun. And now I feel like I have to wade through a pool of shit to get to the, the, you know, the great people and the fun interactions. And I know I try to be the positive, the positive guy here, but like, fuck man, I'm, (laughs) I'm old, I'm hurt, I'm tired and I'm surrounded by fucking children. Uh, to quote a wrestler that may never wrestle again, it yeah, it sucks, man. So, uh, so what happened earlier today is you know you have those two groups that kind of don't like each other, and at some point throughout the bickering and things, the uh, resolution has always been: if there's somebody in the group you don't like, block them so you don't have to see them. I have entertained that and used that quite a bit. <laughs> Because there's sometimes negative, there's sometimes negativity in the group that I just don't see, and somebody would be like, "Man, the group's really bad," and I was like, "Really? I don't see it." And it's because I blocked those people who are being assholes. Uh, so my group experience is usually pretty good as a result of that, uh, just because you know the group is the way that I 
look at it is that the group is my happy place. And if you're oh, going yeah, to come in here, be. if you're going to come in here and rob my me of that joy, what gives you the right to do that? You don't. So after everything I've been through, it's like a, this is you know the special place where I want to go and you know be able to kind of hang out and have you know uh, good discussions and stuff with people who are like minded. And so you know I can nerd out for a little bit in there and not have to worry about it. And that's my special place. So yeah, uh, anybody who wants to try to rob that, uh, fuck you. You ain't getting the joy. You don't have that right. So I have that power over you to where I can literally click a button and you don't fucking exist to me anymore. It's like you don't, boom, you're gone. It's like the, the thing of snap. snap, baby. Gone. So that's what happened uh, <laughs> earlier as part of that, you know, uh, thing. It happened some point in the past. And then throughout that, there, we are doing a major mark. I'm, I'm not saying we, I'm not in charge of it. I'm, I'm participating, but I'm not at any point running this or anything. But there is a major mark secret Santa. And there's a secret scene as in all kinds of groups and stuff that, you know, yeah, yeah. lots of bigger groups have them and stuff. So it's nothing, you know, unique to this. But, but I, because I, I think this this secret Santa that's gone on the past couple of years, I mean, it's it's I think it's great for the group. You always you see a lot of you see a lot of cool stuff this time of year. And I love that kind of thing. Yeah. And that, we've done them. I mean, I've done them in other communities. I've been involved in stuff, too, in the past. But uh, the I've, thing I've here, never... though, is that because some some members were blocked by the person who organized it then they didn't see the post and therefore they couldn't participate so so that was the issue then was that they felt singled out and kind of left out and this was the issue that had come up uh, not with these particular people and things per se. it was completely different people most of the people involved in the other <laughs> and it's previously aren't even in the group anymore but this was the problem with the thursday night flea market where uh, once a month we would do a charity one you know, for a random, you know, not a random charity, but, you know, maybe a major mark who had had, like I did, you know, with the fire and things like that, or, you know, somebody who had had, like Joe Ryan or something like that, you know, order to, where you would give uh, 10% of all your sales for the night donated to them. And, you know, a good cause. Which is a great thing. Yes. But the problem, I mean, you know. Yes. But uh, the problem was that there were people who wanted to participate in that, and then they couldn't because they were blocked by Aaron who ran it because Aaron had people who were being shitty to him in the past. And so his, you know, rightfully so he doesn't put up with that and he blocked them, but it's a catch 22 because then when he blocks them, then they can't participate and do that uh, charity, you know, and things like that. So it's kind of a, so the result in that one was that he had to unblock them all. And I, think they were civil with him after that i don't really recall seeing too much so i know the the people that i know but... that had gotten blocked and i think there was i and again I, I i keep using the terms misunderstanding and hurt feelings i think some of the guys that got blocked would would comment in on the guys who were being shitty and were perceived as being like part of and so like i know a few people that that got blocked and i was like how did that person get blocked they're 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 super cool and and I think, he, I think he was just getting so much shit that he just kind of kept hitting hitting the you know hitting the button. Um, but at the end of the day, like we've talked about, it's 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 kind of a band aid. The whole like you know, it just block the people you don't agree with. It's it's a band aid on on like a deep cut. Mm-hmm. You you might heal the surface, but there's still going to be that that you know there's still going to be that damage underneath. 
Like, I think that, you know, getting to the heart of the problem is it just, I mean, easier said than done. Just don't be a jackass. But I know like there's groups have like a three strike rule and stuff like that. If you're, if you're just outright being an asshole to somebody over and over and over, does the, does the group as a whole need you? I know that's also easy for me to say. It's not my group. I don't moderate it. I don't own it. I don't run it. But, you know, that's just my, like, outside opinion two cents. Well, if... So the complicating factor here is that we all... The the group is not free. Right. you got to pay at least $5 a month to be in there. So if you're just looking at how to manage the group and how to... I mean, you got to cut some assholes, you know. And... <coughs> excuse me. Sorry about that. So, yeah, uh, you've got to, if you're just looking at a pure like moderation and stuff, I mean, you know, you would have to do some heavy moderation. And uh, there's some issues with that because you will have some attrition. Now, I think that that would make the group a better place and then in turn would bring in more people long term. But then again, I don't have $5 per head. Of members in the group but if well, you look at it because of devil's the devil's advocate that... too like you you're also not like the the group has taken on a life of its own but the group is also i mean it's it's i mean it's the major wrestling figure podcast group it's it's matt it's brian it's mark and if you get kicked out of that group, there's definitely like, there's some people that be like, you know, who will take that step back of like, well, you know, maybe I was just an idiot or, well, maybe I don't agree with this moderator or whatever, but the bulk of it's going to be like, well, these people that I support and I'm a fan of, they, they just, you know, they said, fuck you to me. And, and then all of a sudden you've got, you, you've not only lost that, that patron, but you might've lost a fan. You might have lost a, a, you know, a supporter. And so it, and it does they, complicate things. And then because they don't it make is a an Twitter official account group. About how cringe <laughs> the group is. Oh, man. And then no one interacts with that, twi- with that. So then they go make like five more Twitter accounts. So it looks like people are commenting and stuff on it. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> so. Oh, you I mean, let's not act like that's not what happened with that. That's exactly what happened. Oh, that's exactly what it is. But what's we funny is like they, I mean, they posted about that stuff today. I saw, but you know, it's it's just funny that they, some people who got kicked out of the group have such a grudge on it, and such a hard on that they, they consider all this kind of stuff cringe, and then there's stuff like, um, well, I mean, I see people Chelsea in- action figures that don't make their page, and it's like. Really? It's like somebody saying that they yeah. couldn't sell the, the new gen arena. You're going to say that's that's going to make your list, but the topless Chelsea figure is not. And I was like, I would consider that pretty cringeworthy. Yeah, there's there's but, there's know, some they, stuff that I I see that's like, oh well, this has definitely got to make this this you know this, this goofy ass Twitter page, but yeah, I mean, it doesn't. But then like, hey, this thing where these you know this thing, it's like yeah, it's. It's whatever, but I mean, at the end of the day, you've got people who have good intentions on both sides that are hurt by just the general drama of bullshit. 
that to me is not cringe. It's it's unfortunate. It's not cringy that like, hey, you're doing a thing that I think is a good thing and I want to be a part of it, but we I can't be a part of it because you blocked me because of some shit we've had in the past. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but I wouldn't say it's cringe or anything. No, I mean it's so the way and, and it seems like it's it, it it seems like just from the little bit I've seen in comments and stuff, it's just kind of like there's been a band-aid fix and everybody's just kind of moving on. And I think, you know, while I'd like to see a better, like long-term fix, which of course wouldn't we all, but shit, man, like it's the end of the day. It's, it's, it's silly, but it's not cringe. It's unfortunate, but it's not cringe. So yeah, like you said, it's, it's a band-aid blocking people and stuff as a band-aid because the, you know, like I said, these are uh, generally there's a lot of people in this who still see each other or, you know, you get left out of something and stuff and then that'll start back up. So you haven't really solved anything. You've kind of put a bandaid on the wound, uh, but the bleeding is still there and you definitely still have the underlying negativity. Yeah. And it's because, you know, these things are not addressed because you're just kind of turning, you know, blocking is kind of turning a blind eye to the problem. I mean, you're not solving that someone's being an asshole. You're just not choosing to interact with it. They're still an asshole to people who have, don't have a block. Right. So to me, I may not see, uh, you know, somebody making a big thing of us, you know, saying goodbye in the group because they think everybody's being an asshole when they're being an asshole. But, you know, I don't see that because I've got that asshole blocked. But everybody, so to me, problem solved. But is it really? It's not. But to it's... but to the hundreds of and the hundreds and hundreds of people that commented on it, obviously problem was not solved. Exactly. So you're still having but a there very was... negative interaction and experience for all the other people who haven't blocked that person. So is the there's eighteen hundred people in the group. Is the solution that seventeen hundred and ninety nine need to block that person in order to have a good experience? Or should we just tell that one person, hey, you're being a fucking asshole. You need to chill. Maybe you should cut out that person's $5 because it probably won't cost you more than $5 to keep them in the group. Right. And, you know, because of the negative experience that it's bringing on. So that's kind of my thought is like, and I think now it's gone on. I said this two years ago when it started, you know, that I thought that you needed more moderation and, uh, you know, more, more than one moderator because DCA um, just call a spade a spade. He, you know, did what he could when he could, but he was definitely uh, at best case scenario. He was outmanned, you know, so. Well, I mean, I, and I he wasn't like, on all the time either. So, I mean, you know, he can only see what he can see or what right, he reported to him. And if nobody says only, anything and you're just he can only see what then. he could see. Billy can only see what he can see. Like it, it's, you know, and, and both of those guys have, have jobs and lives and, you know, same with, same with, with, uh, you know, with Matt, Mark and Brian, they have, you know, they have wives, they have kids, dogs, families, wrestling careers, podcast careers. They've got to manage all of this stuff. And, and, you know, even if it's just having a normal nine to five and trying to make time to spend with your family and trying to make time, you know, there's only so many hours in a day. You've got to, you've got to kind of 
back up the the people that are responsible. Yeah, so that's the reason my solution, because I at one point I saw the problem and stuff, and I was like, well, how would you fix it? And then, you know, you start looking at groups that are well moderated, and what do they have? They have more than one person doing the moderation, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have a team dedicated to it of people who you trust. I mean, I'm not saying you have like, hey, Joe Smith that we've never interacted with. Why don't you be a moderator for this? No, it's got to be I people could, who are active and people who I you could trust. probably uh, offhand. I could probably list 10 to 15 people that I think could I, I think could and would do it. And, and, you know, not people that have to go on a payroll or anything. People that just exactly. that just are there, that are there yeah. already that are positive, upstanding members of the group people that are respected by people in the group. I mean, there's so many people that I, I mean, I could just rattle off names for the next 20 minutes of podcast of people that could help, but it, I guess the, you know, end of the day, it's also not, I guess not my circus, not my monkeys would be the the term, mm-hmm. but it is something that like, I think we all feel some level of, of, of ownership towards because, you know, we've, we've all been here. We've, we've seen, the incredible stuff that this group is capable of and so it just kind of sucks to see this this kind of like you know we've, we've had a conversation we have the feeling like has it jumped the shark you know we we watch this group that we love so much get so weird and petty and negative and you know there's there's still bright spots there's a lot of great people there's a lot of really cool stuff going on but there's still just that negativity that I, I'd, I'd love to see go away, and I and and not band aid go away. You know, I, I feel like it's, I don't know if I said it on the pot already, but I feel like you know the the just block the people you don't like. It's it, it's a it's a cut that needs stitches. And you're slapping a band aid over it. Yeah, the top part's healing, but you've got all of this damage underneath. Fix the damage underneath. Again, easier said than done. I know that's just my outside two cents. Yeah, it's gone on for so long that I don't think that it'll have, you know, when I suggested it back, you know, like I said almost two years ago and stuff, I was told, like, you know, not going to happen. So I was like, all right. So I kind of realized that, you know, uh, at that point, you can either learn to live with it or you can take your money elsewhere. That's kind of the, you know, sadly thing. And the thing that you have to look at, and I think sometimes it gets overlooked is that you know this is a community for us but at the same point it's a product yeah that we are paying for and at some point for that you know that product becomes shitty i mean there are patreon accounts that i followed for a while um you know i was supposed to get something for the level i was at and if i don't get it for two or three months i'll say you know what i could either complain about it and probably you know correct it or this ain't working for me i'm out it's not going to work for me, brother. Yeah. So, you know, uh, vote with your money. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I, I do think that voting with your wallet is probably the only way. And, and you know, say that not not to say that, like, we hope the group diminishes because I've hung around this long, man. I've been part of this group since, you know, the very early days. And I there's points where I've, I've wrestled with the whole, like, all right, maybe I should just go ahead and walk away. But at the end of the day, like, no, no, fuck that. Nobody's going to take that from me. I'm just going to keep hanging around there and, and just be the, like, be what I want people in the group to be. 
be positive, be friendly, have fun. And if some people can't fucking handle that, you know, I've posted plenty of things where I've, I've gotten the, the shitty trolley comments and I just don't react to them. And you know, like that's, I, I don't, I don't think blocking those people makes them go away, but I no, do it think like if you, if you don't engage, which is hard because I have gotten into arguments and then after been like, yeah, this, there was no point in me doing that. Did, did, did me or that person shift our beliefs at all? No, we just bickered like children. Like if, if, if you think that one, you know, one person in spandex tights, uh, choreographed fighting is better than another person in spandex choreographed fighting, we can have fun discourse, but if it breaks down to name calling and well, this person's this, that, and you're this for, for believing this, what's the point of it all? What's, you know, like it, it should be fun. And so if, if you see someone being a dick, just don't engage. Yeah, just but it's the engage. internet and it's Facebook on top of it. So, you know, it's, it's uh, easier said than done. Oh, of course it is. You know, but uh, to you just know, put like a, a bow on, I guess, like the whole the whole situation. Like, yeah, there's a lot of unfortunate shit, but just, I don't know, be the change. Don't don't feed the trolls. <clears throat> yeah, so. So we just kind of wanted to give our thoughts and opinions on that, uh, you know, without, you know, going into the, the drama necessarily, but just kind of giving an overview and, you know, kind of air thoughts and stuff on it. And, you know, obviously I'm a longtime member of the group. Uh, I think I'm a representation of how special the group can be. Yeah. You know, I'm in a unique position to say that. Uh, that's my story. Well, you know, you know, and I don't know if I necessarily, too, uh... and you know, to get serious and stuff. I mean, I was, you know, when the group really uh, kind of lifted me up and stuff, man. I mean, would I would not? I don't know if I'd be here today uh, without what the group did for me. You know, because it was such a dark time in my life and what I went through. Uh, yeah. You know, and then again, the second time, the group helped lift me up, uh, and you know. Not monetarily, but just, you know, as like a uh, support and stuff, you know, when my daughter was sick. So, you know, uh, so I think I'm in a unique position to say that, you know, the group can be a very, very special place. And But sadly, if those things happen today, I, I know the fire thing would not be nearly what had happened in the group as far as the outpouring of support that I got. I do not think that would happen today. Man, which well, is and, sad, and that you know, happened I, in such like a such a, a really cool time where you had people that were hanging around that were representatives of different companies and retailers and stuff. And I feel like a lot of those guys that they're there, but they're not there because no, they're like, still the, pretty active. There's some that are still very active, and there's some that that I don't see anymore because like what happens is like one person's mailman kicks their fucking package and then they're tagging everything, you know, ringside Mattel. You guys are fucking up. This is the worst thing that could ever yeah, happen. But, like, the, but then like know. if, if, you know, Johnny Smith then was, you know, he's an asshole to uh, ringside and Mattel guys and, you know, zombie and all that stuff. And then something bad happened to Johnny Smith uh, ringside and them. Those guys are probably not going to reach out and be nearly as supportive to Johnny Smith as what they were to me. 
you know, and like, I mean, you know, I, I don't talk about the stuff that I got from the fire because it, it's not like I was trying to, I mean, I had nothing, man. So it's not like I was profiting or anything from it. It's not like I'm, you know, anytime I, <laughs> I say stuff, you know, like that I was gifted during that time. It's not to come off, you know, like, oh, look what I got. Look what I got. Dude, I had fucking nothing. You know, so like anything that somebody gave me, whether it was like a, you know, a basic figure or something like that, or gave to my son, my son in particular, like early on, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my collection if I even wanted to continue collecting. And so, or, you know, during that early time stuff, uh, especially when people were, you know, donating figures and stuff, you know, I just reached out. I mean, I, anytime anybody said, you know, like, hey, what can I, you know, can I send you something? And I, my answer was always, you know, like, I don't want stuff right now. I'm just, you know, but my son, I wanted to replace his collection. Yeah. You know, because I mean, I can remember being, you know, his age and uh, if I'd lost all my, you know, figure fed and stuff like that and all my figures, you know, I'd been devastated, man. So, I mean, so that was where my focus and my energy went, you know, but there's a lot of cool, I mean, like maybe that's what we'll talk about next week. Uh, you know, I can talk about the UK stuff because I'm sure I'm going to have some fun stories from this weekend, you know, and then at some point, you know, I need to like, just to have it recorded and documented somewhere, man, like all the stuff that happened with the fire. Yeah. Uh, as far as like all the cool stuff. I mean, like Seth Rollins sent my son a money in the bank briefcase, you know, my air Nintendo switch, Jeremy Padawar bought our Nintendo switch. Yeah. You know, so I mean, and, all that and kind of cool stuff. Chunk I mean, like, of that You've told me some of these stories and a chunk of that was possible because of people in the group. Yeah, so I mean, which is why when we when we sit here and bitch and moan, it's not because like we're just pissy about it. Like, this group has caused no, real I mean, change, and it's I caused see, real you know, change. Yeah, and I see. You know, I was a recipient of how special the group could be. Yeah, you know, and so I mean that's the reason. You know, I try to be, I try not to complain, and I try not to get into the drama and stuff like that. But at the same point, you know, like I want to see that you know the group get back to where it was. You know, I want to see that special stuff so we you know because we do have 1800 people so guess what it's going to happen to somebody else down the road you yeah, know yeah yeah i mean somebody else it will have should something happen happen, every you know? day. so the next time that something happens and somebody needs the group for you know some kind of um, uh, emotional support or you know maybe you know, like a financial you know outpouring or something for a little bit to help out you know maybe you know, like just be that special thing you know right now is a great time of year because the toy drive is going on and you know, those ringside sales are getting ready to start up pretty hardcore, man. So, you know, I just saw donations. The, the, so just saw the ad on my phone for uh, the, the black Friday sale, which starts on Wednesday. Exactly. So you must wish the black, four. I'm going to hit it up now. Black Friday sale turns into black Friday sale. 2.0 turns into cyber Monday, turns into cyber Monday, 2.0. Yeah, Fuck, the I deals, just picked up the an Amazing Nunez figure for four dollars. Four dollars for an elite figure of the Lioness. Get on there and give these kids something to play with, man. Be the change. Yeah. So I bought. Uh, I don't know how many. I, I bought a ton last year. Maybe did I do a hundred figures or something? I don't know. 50, I think it was. I think figures. it was fifty or something like that. You I remember you Maybe. telling us about it? It was, it was a lot. Pretty damn that. impressive. You know, so I'll probably do something like that again. And, you know, the thing is, like, be like, oh, you did this, you know, or like, I'll, you know, somebody will have a charity in the group or something like that, you know, and I'll donate to it. 
I don't then go around posting about it to get myself over. And, you know, that's another thing is like, you don't always have to do everything for that. You can do something just to be a good person. You know, it's like my, my goal with stuff like that is to give back because I was gifted so much and I want to try to give back now that I'm in a position where I can do so. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then I think I've, I've done that now I've cut back a little bit because, you know, there are some assholes who came at me pretty hard, uh, you know, in the past year here in the group and stuff and really soured my experience and stuff about it. So, you know, to the point where, you know, I did question like, do I want to continue to be in this group or not? And that's the reason I was, went the opposite direction and said, no, I'm going to stay here, but I am hardcore about if you're being an asshole, fuck you, you're gone. Block me, you know, block. Snap. And so I've been, I do have a pretty um, extensive block list just because I'm extensive and eclectic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, it's pretty, it's pretty fun. Um, but you know, I am pretty hardcore about it because like I said, this is my happy place, man. And I'm not going to, you know, I deserve that and I'm not going to let people rob me of it. So if you even try it for at least a little bit, no, I have a quick, quick trigger finger on that. So with that said, one last into... little like quick, uh, quick shout out. Well, now okay. that we're, we're dialing back to the positive, one of the, the pieces in the group that I, I has been a, uh, an absolute godsend and, and, and I cannot, thank this dude enough uh joey vihan with the the mental health check-ins yeah that's it's, always it's great mental Everyone. health monday but sometimes it's all the way from monday to thursday just depending on what he's got going on in his life but he is uh continually one of like the most just genuine and caring individuals like i've i've posted in there and some real oh. low points and He's one of the like it, it seems like almost immediately sometimes and sometimes it's a little bit later, but he always comes back with like he's very caring. He really does like give a shit about people and him doing stuff like that, I think, is, you know, is, is, is pretty awesome. And then you you see other people that are in like, hey, maybe I'm maybe I'm on the downslope of the roller coaster while you're on the up and and you grab you grab me by the shoulder and kind of pick me up so when the you're you're on the down and I'm on the up I'll grab you by the shoulder and lift you up like it's it's really cool just seeing that part of the community so massive shout out to him for that since we're yeah. on the positive swing yeah every week I always try to kind of check that out and kind of see you know if there's anything I can do for anybody or you know even if it's just you know giving out uh, you know thoughts and prayers and that kind of stuff to some people in, yeah yeah in definitely time so but let's end on a lighter note. And maybe this is Hell the way yeah. we'll kind of end everything. Uh, maybe not every week we'll do this. But if I see a good story, I think this is just such a good way to do it. I We've joked so, about Dylan and Jerry read the news. And I'm I'm, I'm here for it, uh, especially I after think, reading yeah. this headline. This could be its own podcast, some of these stories and stuff, man. My message app is up. I'm ready. So. <laughs> I'm fired up. All right. Here we go. Man pleads guilty to robbing Springfield Bank with note written on birth certificate. Which so, is, which you know, is a, great. Yes, a he's he's robbing a bank. Let's just dissect that for a second. Robbing a bank with a note, kind of old school approach to it. But you know what? Well, my brain that. went straight to uh, went straight to Nick Gage. Like when you hear the the dark side of yeah. the ring with with Moxley, and he's like, seriously, 
He robs a bank with no mask on his fucking face, but every time he goes to the ring, he's got he's got a bandana over his face. But like the one time, the one time you need a bandana over your fucking face, you don't have one. <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and send you this guy's picture so you have him. In oh, your send me this mugshot. Um, I'm so fired up. Oh, that's exactly what I pictured. Yeah, he's oh, this man. guy has got the craziest look. Um, he he's he got, looks like the kind of guy who would do this. So. He's got crazy so, eyes. He's got the crazy like his his one like his lip is cocked up into another direction. He's got a tattoo that's censored, but I can only assume says "fuck 12, which is a like reference that. to the police. Is that what uh, it is? Okay, I yeah, yeah. So so twelve is you know fuck twelve is is like an anti cop slogan. Uh, So, yeah, he just looks like the type, man. So, all right, here we go. Michael C. Lloyd pleaded guilty on Thursday to one count of bank robbery. Lloyd admitted he held up the Bank of America on West Kearney in Springfield on July 20th, 2022 for $754. So he didn't even make out with that much money. Oh, yeah. That's not even life-changing money. You expect to get a lot more. I was kind of surprised. That's like 7-Eleven robbery or something, man. It's not very much. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Lloyd approached the teller and gave her a note saying, a note that read, give your money now. Don't say anything. I have a partner outside. Which, let's just dissect that for a second. The grammar is not good there, but obviously he wrote this pretty quickly. (laughs) Give your money now. He's just giving her his direct thing. Don't say anything. I have a partner outside. That means, you know, anything fishy goes on, my partner's going to run in here and shoot everybody. So, you know, he's kind of got, you know, the note itself. I'm like, okay, you know, quick to the point. Uh, he wrote that note on a piece of paper in pink highlighter. Oh. Pink highlighter, maybe not my original choice for that, but, you know, hey. When she you're probably ready, had a hard time reading it, too. That's, yeah, that was my thought, too. It's like maybe the hardest to read. So uh, when the teller gave Lloyd the money in her drawer, he then drove away in his roommate's black Dodge Ram truck. And that's smart on his part, because guess what? Not his vehicle. It is the roommate's vehicle. So if they're not tracking his back vehicle, to the roommate, not his no. vehicle one. And how many black Dodge Rams are there on this planet? There's a shitload. At exactly. least down here in Louisiana, that there are a dime a dozen. Now Our decision the problem is so far. When they track you back, though, they're going to track you back to your house because it is your roommate where you also live. So mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe not the wisest choice there. Uh, police tracked Lloyd down because his roommate's boyfriend called the police. You know, I mean, he did technically probably kind okay. of steal their truck. So, fair enough. Fair when enough. he was arrested, Lloyd said he robbed the bank because he had gotten into a fight with his girlfriend. He told investigators he wanted to prove a point. <laughs> what kind of argument was this? What the fuck? What is I mean, proving? Like, I'm not going to say that my. I mean, my wife and I have gotten into arguments before. I mean, everybody does. Of course. But never to the point where I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to rob a bank to prove my point. What kind of argument is that? You're like, that's the resolution is that you have to rob a bank to prove a point. Unless yeah, the what, only what argument is that you wrong. can't rob a bank and you're like, bitch, I can. Watch me. It's like, you're not man enough to rob a bank without a gun. Oh, really? I just need uh, a. He also told them my... he had not planned out which bank he would rob, which. Tells me this is kind of like a heat of the moment, kind of, you know, not thought out. He wrote the demand note in the car on the back of his birth certificate. Now, I mean, I'd have my birth certificate somewhere like, in you know, in a drawer here with some other stuff with my passport and things. We not handily in the passenger seat. 
yeah, not handily in the passenger seat where I could pick it up and like write a note to somebody on it. But Lloyd said when he was driving away, he threw his birth certificate and ID out of the car window so they wouldn't track it back to him. Wow. And ID, oh. not just the birth certificate, which had the ransom note on it. Oh. But the his ID also can't ID me, bitch. <laughs> Boom. He also yeah, no, saw just police. out next to your birth certificate, your social security card, and your last three yeah. addresses. Jesus, he also man. saw police headed toward the bank with their lights flashing. He told investigators that he got scared and started throwing money out the truck window. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he didn't even make out with the comedically small amount of money he ruined his life for. Yes. Oh so, my God! You're running away. You're trying to get away from a bank robbery they would never suspect the the truck driving away or speeding away with money flying out of it that's you know way to be inconspicuous there oh my god man lloyd also told the law enforcement officers that he expected to go to prison and he would take full responsibility you know what? i appreciate that you're caught yeah thank you for that but here's it gets better a tracking company confirmed Lloyd was in the bank because he was wearing an ankle monitor, which Lloyd said was from a previous robbery. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. So he's for. So this is the, so the, the, the ladder of logic here. He's done this before. Yes. He did it to prove a point. That he could his, do it again. Oh, that he could do it again. And he used his own birth certificate as the weapon. Yeah. Fuck. Lloyd could be. <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, Lloyd man. could be sentenced to twenty years in prison and get a two hundred fifty thousand dollar fine. So. So that is. That's Jerry a whole lot Rob more seven hundred and fifty dollar holdups. Yeah, that's. But Holy the shit. Because I, I kept reading, it, I was like. Well, he had an ankle monitor already from a previous robbery. He did that to prove a point when it comes to he's on an argument stuff. So there's so many crazy things to that story. So, so oh, that was man, one of the problems. I got a good laugh of when I was reading it. Plus, his mugshot just uh, is. Dude, that mugshot is gold. Yeah. That's why I clicked on it first because I saw the headline and the mugshot. And I was like, oh, this has got to be good. <laughs> I'm glad you and brought it did that not one. disappoint. Well, and, and so we talked about earlier how like the figure God smiled down because like we was like, all right, well, we've got a topic and there's a lot we could talk about, but fuck, this one's going to be kind of kind of a downer. And then you found that one. It's just like, oh, oh, we're going to bring this thing right back up. Yeah, because when a good you send me that headline, it's like we're doing this on the show. It's like, fuck, yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, so we'll we'll do those from time to time just because I think it's a good lighthearted way to kind of end stuff. So, but. But with that, uh, it is time to say goodbye for the week because we have turkey coming up to eat and lots of cool stuff. So, yeah, football to watch. There's a lot of football to watch. I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that my my Tigers go ahead and finish up the season with a win. Go Tigers! And then we're going to Atlanta. What? And we're going to beat Georgia. What? And we're going to get into the playoffs. What? Realistically, if we just don't lose by too many points in the SEC what? championship game, I'm happy. But I'm also doing that thing that all LSU fans do from birth, and it's like, well, hold on. If all these planets align, we could totally win the national championship. 
So we'll see. I'll either be really happy or really sad in the next few weeks. We'll see. Yeah. So we'll see. But uh, with all that said, saying goodbye for this week. Saying I'll see you next week. Goodbye. And good night. And good night. Bang.